this is Adria. For the month of April, we have been talking about my favorite things. This week, we're going to talk about chocolate. I don't know if you like chocolate or not, or even love it. We're going to learn some fun little things about chocolate that I never knew. It has made me love it even more. If you don't like chocolate, at least listen. And then if you get entered into the drawing and you win, I'll replace it with something that you like. But most people that I know love chocolate. Now, I know some people can't eat it because it bothers them or has an effect on them. And so I understand that as well. But we're going to dive deep into this brown, sweet treat that honestly, is a huge item that is purchased just below coffee. It's one of the largest selling items below coffee is chocolate. We have a passion for it. A lot goes in to making chocolate, whether you buy a bar of chocolate or you get a bag of chocolate or whatever it may be, there's a lot that goes into that. The Ivory Coast is the largest exporter of chocolate. I was watching some YouTube videos on it and the people there that harvest it, most of them are very poor people and many of them really do not even know what the true chocolate taste that we enjoy here in America, what it really tastes like. And there were a couple of videos. There was a man that visited the Ivory Coast and sat down with these people that harvest the cocoa beans. They didn't know what it tastes like when it's a finished product. They thought people used it mainly in coffee. And so this man opened up a bar of chocolate and allowed each of the workers that were sitting there in a circle, sample it. And one by one, each person said, oh, this is good. And another person said, this is sweet. And the next person said, mmm, that is really good. I had no idea. You know, the chocolate goes through a lot. It's grown on these trees and they keep the trees fairly short so that they can just hand chop using a machete to chop off these cocoa bean pods. These pods are probably about the size of like one of the butternut squash. And some of them are orange, some are yellow. The cocoa bean is considered a fruit. They break open these pods and there are these cocoa seeds inside, but they're wrapped and they're covered in this white gooey kind of a mass. And so what has to happen is those little fruit pieces that they pull out of the cocoa, they actually let them ferment. And they have these big boxes that they put these in and they stir them every couple of days. Takes about five days or so for them to ferment. And when they are finished, they lay them out to air dry. And then what they do, the whole process of they will ship those uh, cocoa beans in these big bags to whoever orders them. And then the people that order them usually will take them and roast those beans. And then after they are roasted, the shell comes off and there's a little nib inside. And that is what is used to make our chocolate. And the interesting thing about that is they take those little nibs and they have to 
work them into these big pots. They stir them for hours and eventually they become like a a liquid consistency, but very thick. And that's what they use to make our chocolate, our chocolate bars, our chocolate Hershey Kisses and so forth. One other little interesting thing that I found is when they broke open the seed, the inside of it before it is roasted is purple, which is my favorite color. It was a beautiful purple, but once they are roasted, they turn brown. I wanted you to have an idea of the long process just to make a chocolate bar. I ordered some chocolate that I'll be giving away from a place in Miami. It's called Exquisito Chocolates. And they actually order the beans from different places. One is Ecuador. And another place that they order from is Colombia and a couple of other places. But I thought it was really cool, some of the names of their chocolate bars. One of them is a Colombia Exquisite Chocolate. It's about 73% cocoa. And this other one is Don't Be Salty. It has dark chocolate with sea salt. Now, these Exquisito chocolate bars are about $8 a piece. So they're very expensive, but the quality is unbelievable. I found a couple of other chocolate bars at a grocery store, not Hershey or Nestle or anything like that, but it's called Endangered Species Chocolate. And what it is, the money, uh, some of the money goes to Endangered Species for buying these um, chocolate bars. And they're pretty good as well. This one has 72% cocoa. There's a place in the Philippines called Chocolate Hills. In the dry season, there are 1,776 symmetrically shaped conical mounds that cover about 20 square miles. And they turn brown and they look like endless rows of chocolate kisses. And that's how they got their name. And it's very interesting. If you go on YouTube and look it up, it's in Bolhol, Philippines. I may have pronounced that wrong, but it's B-O-H-O-L, Philippines. There are 400 million M&Ms that are produced each day all over the world. They come in different colors, shapes, and even flavors. When I was a toddler, every Sunday we would go to church and my great aunt would bring me a packet plain M&Ms. I guess that's why I love chocolate so much. This past year, my mom ordered us some caramel and chocolate covered apples. And we were looking so forward to those coming in the mail. And they're all dipped in this caramel and they have chocolate. They have, some of them have uh, nuts. Some of them have sprinkles and they are just the best chocolate caramel covered apples. Well, one day we got home and we were watching for them and looking for them and they never came. And so the next morning we got up and I opened the door and there was that box of apples, but I noticed the side of it had been crushed and actually torn open. And as we took a closer look, it looked like an animal had gotten into that box of apples overnight and it stole two of our caramel chocolate covered apples. We laughed because we saw some of the remnant of the paper, the clear plastic paper that covered each apple and a little bit of the cardboard box around. But we thought, oh, 
some animal must have a tummy ache today. (laughs) But I do love chocolate. I love to sample and try all the different chocolate flavors that are out there. I know some people like dark chocolate. Some people like the milk chocolate. I know some people like white chocolate, but that's not really chocolate. For over 30 years, the homemade three-layer cake has been a requirement in our home by my husband. I mean, a request. He, He doesn't require it. Really, he does require it. But inevitably, every year, some kind of disaster happens one right after another. For example, here are some names of the cakes that I have made. The Grand Canyon cake. The reason it's called that is I didn't let the cake cool enough before I put icing on it. I had to physically hold it together while my with my hands and called everyone in and said, hurry, let's sing happy birthday while I hold the cake together. As soon as we finished singing, I let go of the cake and it split wide open and fell into many parts. My frustration continued because the next year I decided that I would make the layers and I would put like hot fudge on the, in the middle of the cake, kind of like the hot fudge that you use in your ice cream. My husband said, it's just not as good. The next year I made the slide down the mountain cake. One cake kept sliding off and then the rest of the cake was leaning. And then one year I had the dropped cake. I dropped one of the cakes as I was pulling it out of the oven. He likes three layers. That year, it was two layers. You know, I think where I messed up was when we were dating, I said, and I had learned that the fastest way to a man's heart is through his stomach. So I would make him brownies and he loved them. And he said, that's why he fell in love with me. So the moral of the story is I was missing one ingredient that always made my cakes mess up. I discovered this a couple of years ago when I decided that I would pray before I make the three-layer chocolate cake. When I did pray, guess what? That ended up being the prettiest cake I'd ever made. It was beautiful. So the next time you continue to be in a predicament, I encourage you to add prayer to it. Mark, 11.24 says, therefore, I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. Now, this wasn't a verse for this three-layer chocolate cake, but I decided to take it to heart and pray about this three-layer cake. The next time you see chocolate at the store, remember how much work and effort that goes into it just so you can enjoy the sweet chocolate, savory flavor of the cocoa bean. Y'all be on the lookout for joy. 